When Strong Women Talk is a Why Empower podcast produced by Our Blog Studios. WSWT is a container for self-healing, connection, and meaningful discussions. We're speaking our truths with each other and sharing them with you at home. My name's Ness, and I'm the founder of Why Empower Australia, a youth mentoring advocacy service geared towards helping young people aged 17 to 27 create paths for themselves that are fulfilling, passion-driven, and full of empathy and love. I am Tallulah. I am a co-founder and mentee of Why Empower Australia. I pride myself in being a champion of others and an activist for a better future. I love cake, astrology, and the colour yellow. Thank you for joining us. Um, Before we begin, we do want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land upon which we're recording this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, We're on the Gadigal land of the Eora Nation, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, future, and emerging. Uh, And anyone listening to our podcast today, thank you for joining us. Is it recording? Amazing. Woo! Woo! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We are I'm really excited. excited. This is, is going to be our 10th episode. Oh so my god, yes. congrats. Yeah, we, you'll hear with the with us for the big one, so it's very exciting oh. stuff. Yay. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and on that note, welcome. Welcome to When Strong Women Talk. Episode Thank 10. Um, today we're joined by... <laughs> Mama Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Coming along to our beautiful little home. Oh no, I love it. Yeah. We live on top of a sushi shop, which is like both beneficial, but also it has its own problems. Yeah. I was just saying I would have no money. It would be just like sushi all day, every day. Like It really do be like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes I'm just like... I go down there in my pajamas. Yeah. And he like, he buzzes up when it's like ready. (laughs) So good. So good, the dream. It's good. Yeah. I the think dream. I got you stuck on takoyaki as well. Yes, yes. You so should like, try the little like squid balls. Oh, That's yum. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get that later. <laughs> on the way out. Yeah. Hello. Literally. I've been told the takoyaki is top. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you came all the way from Wollongong today. Mm-hmm. We did. What's, what's it like living in the region? <laughs> in the region. <laughs> you know it's good it's good it's you know <laughs> we're living it is we're what doing it is stuff it is what it is it's yeah. like nice down there um you know it's like probably a little harder for like work things in mm. terms of like the performance industry there's not as much like weekly work that yeah. you can get but i mean it has a great scene and it has great shows like when we have them they're fantastic shows so i love it <laughs> but sometimes yeah. the hour and a half drive to work is a bit much <laughs> yeah it would be i mean it is good that you do drive but mm. it's it would be a killer yeah. yeah sometimes i like the the hour up though because it gives me time to like if i need to listen to my track or if i need to learn my track on the way to a gig it's a great way to you're learn just it. driving along doing your moves absolutely absolutely <laughs> Um, so it's like good to kind of center myself and like on the way home, it's like nice to like kind of calm down yeah. and stuff on the way home. But yeah. That. <laughs> on that note, what do you do to center yourself before a big performance? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Before a performance. Um, on the drive up, <laughs> I put on karaoke tracks and I sing. <laughs> That's 
so good. I sing because it calms me so much. Like so Adele, good. I'm like up in my car being like, no. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do that. And then at home when I'm like, you know, getting ready or whatever, I usually just put on some like music. If I'm doing a performance that's like, you know, really got like some strong energy, I like put on really like, yeah, like bad bitch music. Yes. <laughs> and I'll put that on and then I'll like feel those vibes or if it's, you know, if I just want to be calm, I'll just put on music and do my makeup, have my incense Vibe. going, everything's just going. Vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really it. I love that. Um, well, Tallulah had some specific questions yes. for you, actually. Yes, I've written them down. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't, have a, I don't really have a list, but I'm just going to like jump in here and there I love yeah. that. with my little interjections. Cause <laughs> that's I am. Perfect. So what made you get into the drag scene? Um, well, I grew up watching drag, basically. Like, when I was, like, five years old, my mom showed me Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Mm. <laughs> and I just, like, loved it so much. Um... And then I, like, you know, when I got old enough to, like, start going to clubs and, like, venues and stuff, I was always kind of watching drag queens. And a lot of my friends had become drag queens. Like, you know, when we were younger in high school, we would all be doing, like, little drag queen makeup and whatnot. And honestly, I didn't even know I could, you know, do drag, to be honest, that young. I I had never seen a woman doing drag before. Mm. I had never, you know, heard of it. Um, And then I went to a gig in Wollongong and then... I was watching one of my friends and the guy who runs it was like, oh, you know, have you ever been interested in doing drag? And I was like, actually, yes. <laughs> actually, yeah. And then the next day, um, they gave me a show, like a gig. Oh, and then amazing. I did the gig. Yeah, like the next week, actually, I did the gig. And then that That's like some universal timing. Absolutely. So I'm very grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, universe. Yeah. And thank you to the lovely people that gave me the chance. Yeah. Like, yeah. What role does, like, courage play in that, I guess? Like, what what story of courage can you tell in that? Mm. Story of courage? Yeah. Because when I do public stuff, I mm. sweat balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do not come anywhere near my hands because you will drown in a pool of sweat. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I don't know. I tell you what, though, I was really nervous. I was so nervous before going on for my first time. I think I was nervous for so many things. I mean, I was nervous to perform in general and I was also nervous because I started off straight away with like, you know, taking elements from burlesque. So that was a Mm. lot of like taking, you know, coats off and having a lot of my body exposed. Mm. So I was nervous for that. And then I think I honestly just thought like, whatever. (laughs) I think I just was like, whatever, I'm going to have fun. (laughs) I just was like, whatever, I wanted to do this forever. So... You know, a lot of it for me, I think, was like, I have to do this for like my little five year old self that like watched, (laughs) that like, you know, was like watching Priscilla Queen of the Desert with her mom. I was like, this is for you, little Courtney. (laughs) This is for you. Tears on the (laughs) podcast. You really got me. Oh oh my God. (laughs) Run away now. That's so my Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) There were real tears. This tea is very good, by the way. Yeah, it's very good. It's um, got rose hibiscus. Yeah, Ness has metal, little like, jars filled with all different things. Up, my little over apothecary. There. Oh, and she just amazing. like does like a little dash of this, a dash yeah. of that. 
I was like inspired because I was very excited for you to come. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like this would be perfect and cinnamon for a bit of spice. And oh, then absolutely. I was like, I put rose and then Tula was like, she loves rose. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, magic. You honestly, <laughs> you really, you got me with this. Thank one. you. Thank so you. good. Wow. Well, we did a little bit of like Instagram stalking before mm. you came because I was like, this is I mama. Did. <laughs> I did. I love your garden photo with all the flowers. That was one of my favorites. Oh, thank you. Thank I love you. a garden queen. A garden, <laughs> garden goddess. queen. A garden goddess. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can tell, but that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, no, I love it in here. <laughs> thank you. I love it. I feel very, it's very like homely. Thank you. Like, I feel very safe. It's got like a very, Good. like yeah. a piece of each of us everywhere. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah, it's also our workplace as well. So we mm. um, we conduct all of our wine power work out of this apartment. Yeah, cool. All of our, our block studio work out of this apartment. Nice. Yeah. Matt and Ness have both started organisations. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a good time. Yeah. When you, when you did the... Um, and told the story about courage. I think the the whatever really like plays in because I yeah. think there's so much of us that are like torturing ourselves in our brain. Yeah, oh, like, who are you to do this? And like, what makes you good enough to do this? Uh. And I think throwing it all to the wind and being like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. I think yeah. I think you do. I think sometimes you just really do have to throw it to the wind. You yeah. know. I think, like, you know. And I think it's hard as well because, like it is very easy for your brain to eat you up like that. Like Mm. it is very easy to be second guessing everything and to, you know, not throw it out there. So I just try to think like now or never. And I just try to be like, really like, you know, when you're like about to do something you're nervous for, like say, get a piercing, you're like, just do it. I was like, just go now. It'll be over in three minutes. Like go. (laughs) And I think that really like translates on stage too. Like you look like you're like, Let's just <laughs> let's just get in here and go for it. And everyone's like, thank I you. fucking love that energy. Ah, thanks. Yeah, your like your performances are incredibly energetic. Oh. And they're incredibly like everyone's like magnetized. Oh my god! Yeah. thank you. Oh, where can I watch you perform? Oh my yes. god! You can watch me every Saturday night at Imperial Basement, or sometimes I'm in the restaurant now, actually. So yeah, you are. You where can... I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can catch me running around Imperial. Um. Really, I go from I don't know through all different venues. Imperial's like the sorry, okay. <laughs> Imperial's like the regular one, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Universal. Um, I run my own night called Boxing, which Ooh. is about like fighting off fat phobia yeah. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, just honestly wherever, nice. all around. You run your own show. That is awesome. Yeah, Tell yeah. More about thank you. Buxom. So yeah. I run Boxing. And I made Buxom to highlight like plus size performers and plus size artists and, you know, marginalized body in general and just stuff like that. Um, Basically, it was to really just, you know, kick fat phobia in the ass to get over that, to get beat it up. (laughs) We're done. (laughs) We're done. Um, Yeah, so I made it for that and all the um, cast and everyone involved is all plus size. And yeah, it's just like to spread body acceptance and to fight off fat shaming as a whole and like body shaming as a whole as well. I mean, I talk from my experience, like as a fat person and I've been fat my whole life. So I, that's the only story I can tell, you know, mm. cause it's the only story I know about, mm. but I, of course, you know, I understand it does affect everybody for all different reasons. So whilst it is catered, you know, to highlight fat bodies and stuff and plus size bodies and whatever, 
it's also a night for everyone. It goes out to each and every single one of us. Like, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. A mutual friend of ours, Molly, went and because yes. I really wanted to go, yeah. but I couldn't get work off, and she was able to. And she went and she was like, "You would have loved it." And When's I was like, "I feel like show? I would." Yeah. When is the next show? Seventeenth of July Ooh. at Imperial. Ooh. Yeah. So we're having a big soiree in the basement. Ooh, is, that, is that a weekend? Yes, it's a Saturday night. Okay. So maybe I can like pop down yeah. at yeah. that point. Mm. Yeah, run down. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll be back in a moment, yeah, everyone. I'll be back. Pause everything, <laughs> literally. Or an for work. So like, hello, yeah. I'll be busy. In the same venue. In the same venue. <laughs> You'll see me, but I'll be busy. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh, well, good on you. I really, oh, I'm really happy you. that you started your own show. I think thank more you. we need to start our own things more more often than we do. Especially women. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. we're always like, oh, I'll just do what someone else is doing. Or I'll just like fit into what someone else has created. Mm. And I think that's just, it's like making your own painting in someone else's frame. And I yeah. think that's something that I'm not very comfortable doing myself mm. anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think we just don't get encouraged to do it as young people either. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly right yeah. yeah and i think it's like good now a lot like more women are coming you know to do more in the scene like more women are working and you know um like my friend demon who also has a show called big thick energy and she's running her own stuff and mm. you know amazing queens like space horse and king and they have their job on oxford street and demon and i both working at imperial every week stuff is slowly emerging but it's been such a fight to get there yeah and you know even now we work in these spaces and we run our shows and whatever but there's still you know there's still like sometimes you know as a woman or a femme identifying person or however um I feel like sometimes you feel like maybe you're mm. not as secure as mm. others there, mm. but you know, we're slowly getting there and it's Breaking like down to have, barriers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it really makes a difference. Mm. Like oh. I, I like feel so much more empowered when I see people who, I mean like as, as like any representation mm. works, like if you see people who you identify with or who you see yourself in, yeah. you feel so much more secure and empowered in yourself. Mm. And so when I see like you or Dina performing, mm. I just feel so much better in myself as well. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, yeah. Cause like I'm like a plus size woman as well. Mm. And I have found myself struggling with that a lot throughout my life. Yeah, and so seeing which... people who are like, very confident in that makes you just like innately feel confident oh, in yourself God, and it's so bad. nice to have at work as well because you just like like when you're struggling you're like oh but I, it's okay <laughs> but it's fine oh, okay. yeah. well, thank you. leading on from that because mm. i was gonna ask you actually what your biggest barrier was but i realized that's not what i want to ask you i think <laughs> i want to ask you what your biggest win so far has been Ooh. my biggest win wow it's between two, I would say. My biggest win... Oh, actually, maybe three. Oh. oh. It's okay, you can do two or three. Up to you. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so I guess, you know, when you talk, like, work-wise, maybe my biggest win would be getting a regular job. Mm. But then for me personally, and it's a little win, but it was massive for me, my biggest win was not wearing tights on stage anymore mm. and I know while that si sounds like small I would always wear tights and spanks to cover up like you know cellulite or whatever or cover up you know in imperfections and then I just was like oh, it is so expensive to get tights that one actually fit me <laughs> two I'm gonna kick and I'm gonna split and I'm gonna roll around <laughs> and they're gonna rip that's another $20 next week yeah and 
I, I remember going to gigs. I would freak out if I didn't have tights. I would freak out. I would try anything. But now they are so annoying to wear. Mm. <laughs> I just don't wear them. Mm. So I think like for me personally, like in my heart, that was like one of the biggest wins. Just not having to worry about that because I think because of that, that has led to other wins. Yeah. Like that has like, you know, built the confidence to create things like Buxom or, mm. you know, to have the confidence to go to work every week, you know? So I think it's like the seed Mm. that like planted everything else just little things like that it's been so big for me lately the idea Mm. of a mustard seed like it doesn't matter how small it is it can grow into whatever it is that Mm. you are looking for Mm. yeah i think that's amazing as well because yeah tights are fucking annoying oh yeah they literally like constrict everything here yeah i'm like no runs letters yes i always always whenever i wear tights they are ripping it's all bad it's my least favorite part of getting ready and now that well i'm not gonna do it Good. We're gonna do it. Absolutely. You, um, Ness wears a lot of moo-moos. She wears Agreed. like yes. a lot of like she feels Fuck flowy. Eyes. <laughs> yes. I have like summer moo-moos and I have winter moo-moos. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Uh, it just like everything just is free. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I can just be naked underneath and no one would know. Good. And that's my Good. favorite part about it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Freeing yourself so up. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think especially. Like it's placed upon a lot of like femme identifying people and women that mm. they have to be constricted. They have to be perfect. They have to be like everything has to be like yeah completely put together to a T. But yeah, you're a human. You don't have to. Yeah, it's also exhausting. You yeah, know? and it's if, so exhausting. Yeah, if we so think about like the masks that we wear on a daily basis, even just pretending like for example that you're happy if you're not happy or like things like that, those things are exhausting. And then you add another layer of like clothing restrictions. That's like just another mask that you have to upkeep. Absolutely. And by the end of it, it's no wonder that we're all so upset and depressed all the time. It's like absolutely, absolutely baffling. And that's exactly what I learned. Even like you know keeping similar with the tights thing. Before I would go on stage, I used to often cover all my stretch marks with makeup because, of course, when I was in my little costumes, you could see them. And I would spend hours trying to cover them up. And then Mm. by the end of the night, I was so upset because I would see a thing and be like, the light shone on it and you could see through the foundation I used or I'd go home and take it off and be like, oh. And it just, it did worse for me trying to cover it up. Mm. Whereas now I'm like, they look fierce. Like, they look cool. And if I'm wearing a purple costume with the purple stretch marks, banger Whoa. it looks yeah. so good That's yeah but incredible it like it takes you a second to get there but once you get there like i'm so much happier because i think like that like i think of like the positive side of it whereas you know even as recent as like a couple months ago you know i would have been like upset and then when i get home from that and i see videos of my performance or whatever i'm not like being like oh excited like, my thighs are dimply or oh mm. like yeah my stretch marks or whatever then when i go home now i just kind of look at the show yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> crazy yeah like i think about just like it just disappears but it takes a minute to get there but yeah. once you're there it's good that's so yeah. good that you just like it gets like a mindset change yeah and it's like so healthy to do it i think too. yeah because you're like really i don't like know a butterfly yeah yeah and you're really like accepting and like i don't know Embracing. Uh, embracing is You've what I'm it. after. You've got it. Embracing <laughs> is what I'm after. Embracing like your accomplishments mm. more than the tearing yourself down and being yeah. like critical. Because I know I'm very critical of myself. Yeah. And I can like run off on a tangent about all yeah. of that. But 
Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you kind of just got to take a step back and be like, no, actually, look at how fucking great I am. Yeah, like, that's what I did. So <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. And I used to always get stuck, like how you were saying you go on tangents yeah. about yourself. I would always get stuck on them. There have been so many times when something went wrong or I looked a certain way and I would go crying to all my friends being like, I'm quitting drag. It's done. My career's over. Don't book me next week. I'm not coming in. <laughs> and then by the end of the night, I was like, I take it back. <laughs> I was having a moment. Yeah, I was like, oh, but yeah, those moments are hard. Yeah. They're hard, but you know, the more you. What got you through them? I don't know, really. I think for like the like times I really thought I was gonna quit. Again, I think going back to like little me. And just knowing that she did not want me to quit. Mm. And, you know, she, I grew up as like, you know, the fat girl or the girl who wasn't a good dancer or whatever. You know, Mm. I grew up as whatever. And I just know, like, if she could see me, she'd be so disappointed if I was to give up because a costume fell weird or because I didn't do the right move or trick or whatever you know should be so disappointed Mm. so I think I try to relate it a lot to my inner child I'm very connected to my inner child I think so I think I yeah I try to like do stuff for that part Mm. of me Mm. um and I think it was just enough to push me through to Mm. be honest also the fact Mm. that I just love it I just love to dance and I love to perform and it's so fun and it's like such a way of like expression to me so I think that that was enough for me to just push through it and to you know, get get through those hard moments. Because mm. they were hard and I'm pretty stubborn. My Gemini ass would be like, no, I'm not coming in. <laughs> it's over. And then, of course, like a Gemini, 10 seconds later, I was like, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, I think she'd be very proud that you kept going. Yeah, thank mm. you. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I feel like you've done shadow work without even knowing that you've done shadow work. And yeah. I love that. Oh, cool. I'm, a, I'm Thanks. absolutely about it. Unintentional inner work. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no manual. And it's yeah. like when you, you can easily overthink shadow work, I think. You can mm. be like, no, I'm going to sit and be in a silent, dark room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like you're just connecting to, yeah. Like so many people try so hard to connect to their inner self mm. and their child self. Mm. And like there's so much healing that a lot of people need to do around that but you're yeah. just like no i'm gonna like give her a big hug and, and be like her. yeah for yeah. my happiness yeah that's exactly like i think how i try to think about it that's amazing. but i never even thought about it until you just said it like yeah. that <laughs> so thanks for that yeah. i hope you've gained something from this podcast oh, like we absolutely, have absolutely yeah absolutely i have mm, mm. i'm doing a lot of inner work at the moment so this is actually cool. very helpful for me oh nice yeah, yeah cool yeah. I'm like taking little bits of code and I'm like, this yeah. is very helpful. Yeah, for great. My own situation. I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to borrow yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do, yeah. Let me have a look at more, some more questions. Yes, she does more. What would you change about the drag scene for the butter? <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> I know that's like a big question. So take it how you will. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I guess, do you know. So many things I would change. I think if I could change it in the way that, like, I think that a lot of things are normalized in the drag scene. And I Mm. think that, I mean, you've seen it on Drag Race with 
you know, all the Scarlet stuff and, you know, yes. lots of things like that. She is saying that she didn't know when she was younger because she thinks it was normalised or whatever. And I'm, I think there's a lot of toxic stuff that's normalised in the drag scene. Mm. Um, stuff like racism, stuff like misogyny, stuff like... Um, I th- Honestly, I think that it's very, like, it can be very classist at times, I think, if that's the right mm. word. Like, I find that people will shit on you for not having the most expensive outfit and not, you know, having the money to buy big wigs and, you know, and I think that it's incredibly classist. I also think it is quite ableist at times. Mm. Um, Just from hearing, like, friends' experiences. So if I could take all of the... I don't know what the word for all of that is. All the... The isms. All the... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think if I could change that and just, you know, drag, I think people are always trying to say that it's so accepting and drag queens are trying to say, oh, you know, we're accepting, we're accepting. And yes, of course, you are accepting, but sometimes you are selectively accepting and you're selectively supportive. Mm. And you know, being queer or being a drag queen doesn't absolve you of your ableism, of your racism, of your misogyny or of your classism. It doesn't absolve you of anything. So I, if I could change that, maybe education, maybe, I like it. you know, yeah. something like that. Cause I, well, I mean, we all have to learn for ourselves. We all, you know, have to, it's our responsibility to educate our stuff on the things that we haven't needed to be educated on. If that mm. makes sense. Mm. Um, stuff, you know, you haven't had to grow up experiencing, um, I feel like I would... I don't know how to sum that up, but if I could... Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah I think you've put it really well, so okay. don't stress. <laughs> I was like, this is going to make eloquent. no sense, and I'm going to say four things in one. <laughs> it actually makes complete sense, right? Because I have always enjoyed watching Drag Race, but mm. I think I've struggled with it recently because yes. I have noticed some of those isms in place. Yeah. And I think for me when I'm like trying to watch it, it's just jarring to the point where yeah. I feel a little uncomfy sometimes. Yeah. And so the last few times I haven't watched it with tea and she's been like, do you not like it? And I'm like, <laughs> not that I don't like it. It's just a little bit difficult sometimes yeah. to engage. And I want Absolutely. to, but I think, yeah, there's a lot of it's work very, to be done. Yeah. And Absolutely. I, I think the producers push this too, but it's very catty. Mm. And like, they like, and like, I think there's a place for that. There's a place mm. for like, um, making jokes about people and like, and like joking around with people and like some light bullying is fun <laughs> but like there's a line and i think um a lot of the time it can come across as sometimes kind of negative mm. in the way well i think it's like, like, like the workroom scene sometimes i'm just like mm. i don't know whether that's true or not or if that's fabricated but it it looks like it would be really hurtful to that person. Yeah. I also feel like sometimes it's the emulation of feminine, what people think are feminine mm. qualities, which is obviously people like women love bitching about each other. Yeah. That's not necessarily the truth. It's mm. just kind of how men paint women to be. Yeah. Um, and I think analyzing that's probably the first step and being like, hey, let's write our own story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the standard that we accept? Yeah. Just treating people nicely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I think, like, drag is so much more than what drag race can sometimes make it seem. Oh, absolutely. Like, so yeah. much more than that. And, um, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. I think as well that, like, as we were just saying, I think, you know, with things like drag race or, you know, whatever, I think that people that don't do drag or that people that aren't really in the queer scene have a lot to, like, like they'll see drag race and be like okay this is drag that's that and then they will start to come to our clubs mm. they'll start to come to our clubs mm-hmm. and then they will see someone who is different or someone who hasn't been yet represented on the show and they'll 
you know, ridicule them yeah. or they'll make them feel so small. Mm. And I think that that's why we need that representation. It's like anything, you know, you, you need to have representation. Mm. But Drag Race has a lot of work to it's do. It's a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> it has a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, but, you know, there have been some great queens on, like, I'm very proud of etc. on Drag oh, Race. Yes. I love her always. And, like, you know, I think they're just, unfortunately, I think sometimes... Uh, uh, representation sometimes gets given to maybe the wrong people yeah. or maybe too many of the same type of people. Yeah. Mm. Well, I also think like the work that you're doing and the work that so many other people are doing in creating their own shows is a very good step in that right direction, mm. right? Because one, you're generating that exposure, that interest, mm. um, but two, you're also showing that people are there mm. you know, and like mm-hmm. they're willing to take up the space and yeah. be there. Um, and I think that's probably what the counter argument is is like oh i just don't see them like where are yeah. they and it's like well we're here exactly <laughs> exactly right uh, and i think that's really cool so i just wanted to say yeah yeah thank you and you oh, no and thank you you do a very good job of um platforming people especially oh, on like you. social media and stuff i really i really love seeing that oh thanks so i'd like if those isms are something that you want to work on. I think you're already, already in the process it. of doing oh, it. Good. Yeah. And I think like um, small things like that make such a difference. Mm, yeah. Just being like, this person exists, shout them out. They're yeah. cool. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Because it plants a seed in someone's brain being like, oh, wow, people are like that. And that person exists. And, and that we all have our amazing. own communities. You know, yeah. That we can like tap into. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Mm. Yeah. I think it's like community in this type of industry as well is such a big thing because we all have our, you know, our big community, our queer community, our drag community, but there's a lot of like, you know, sometimes little sub communities, even if it's just you and, you know, your three best friends, mm. you've got something in common. And like, I feel like it's very community based. So I feel like because of that, we're all part of the same big community. Therefore we should be always uplifting each, each other, other, no mm. matter how different or no matter how strange it seems to you. It's not that strange because we're all we're all here together, aren't we? Mm. And that's where it comes back to selectively, you know, selective supportiveness and selective, <laughs> like, you know, representation. I just I do yeah. love that you say that as well because yeah, we are inherently all connected at the end mm. of the day, and I think more so than we tend to realize. Absolutely, absolutely right. I think the remedy to a lot of our troubles can be found in community. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, like, yeah. for us, like, over the past few days, like, unity has come up in conversation a lot. Mm, and, like, it's actually funny that unity is literally in the word community. Yeah. Like, it's about, I like... I never thought of that. Neither did I until you said that. Yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you, you make a big point. Like, like, community is literally everyone. Like, the entire world is a community when you get mm. right down to it. We and like pull our act together. Pull yeah. our heads out of our asses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. I've also been told mm-hmm. that uh, oh I don't know how to phrase this question correctly. Where did the name Mum and Medusa come from? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, the Medusa came from that I just grew up always loving mythology. Mm. Always loved Medusa. She was my favorite from the get go. Her story, a lot of stuff. She just had a lot of qualities that I wanted to have when I grew up, and mm. I just really looked up to her. Um, also my hair, when I was growing up, my mum would always say that I reminded her of Medusa. Mm. Um, and the mama bit came from, I don't know, people would just always say I was a motherly friend when we were all here in high school. (laughs) So they just, you know, would kind of 
can we like, oh, Mama Courtney or whatever. So I just kind of merged the two together and I was like, great. And then it was honestly just, why do I keep leaning into this? Honestly, just. <laughs> it, it was honestly just my um, Instagram handle. And that's how I got the name, but it was my Instagram handle. And then when I got asked to do drag, they were like, well, what name do you want? And I was like, oh, this'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Well, I was actually, like, leading in from that. I was also told that you have snakes. I do! And I love that because it also seems quite linked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Please tell me about your snakes. I love snakes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have two snakes right now. I have Nymphadora and I have Hilda. Hilda is named after the first plus-size model, like, the first plus-size pin-up model. Yes! Um, yes! And I yes. named her Hilda because when I first got her, she was, like, really orange. And Hilda had, like, orange hair, the model. And Nymphadora is named after Nymphadora <laughs> from the Harry Potter series. Um, and yeah, she's Nymphadora is a bread lie, so she's growing really quickly. She's going to be about six foot when she's fully grown, and I've had to change her stuff four times down. I've had her for about a year. Fuck. I know. And Hilda is a bit smaller. She's a Stimson, so she's probably not going to get too much bigger. I love the um, snakes. Yeah, they're so cute. Cool. My little best friends, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're literally speaking to me. I have like literally a, a giant. What do you, what do you call it? Like a zoo. <gasps> I have like two fish, three chickens, and we a have cat. chickens on the balcony. Oh my god, we have chickens. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. Tuka, that is amazing. Tuka, birdie, and beep beep. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> they're troublemakers. They're insane, but they're really cute. Oh, I, love I can that. I can show you later. Absolutely. <laughs> I used to have a pet chicken. Her name was Penny, and she was like a little baby. Yeah, real cute. We had them since they were like tiny babies. Gosh. But yeah, they used to live inside. Mm. But then Tallulah and I got really bad allergies. So yeah. We had to move oh, them. Oh no, you got allergies. Yeah. No. It was so bad. <laughs> I think we were allergic to like the the hay bits. The hay bits. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because we'd wake up sneezing more like. But they used to like sleep oh. in my arms, like in my cushy. They're very sweet. Aww. And Beep Beep's named because she just beeped when she was All little. the time. Oh, she was that's like, so sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. And now she just like. Urgh. Oh, that's so sweet. It's more of a honk now. So she <laughs> should be called Honk Honk. But... <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So we've stopped eating chicken. Or you're yeah, a vegetarian. Yeah. But... I've been a vegetarian for six years. Amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like easier to go that way once your housemate eats vegetarian because yeah. you're like I'm cooking for everyone so I may as well eat vegetables yeah <laughs> vegetables <laughs> I love vegetables I'm not even like being lethargic about it I love vegetables but also sometimes I feel I'm like I'm like I can have a little bit of something something yeah not chicken I could imagine yeah <laughs> but yeah I did try and eat chicken one time and like a chicken was around and I was like nope yeah I yeah it just I feels feel morally that. I feel that I feel that yeah <laughs> I love that you have chicken. Sorry. No, 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 no. Go for it. I'm just chicken thinking talk. about this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited you I, I can't wait to show you. I'm so excited. Um, I love showing my chickens to people who haven't met them yet because they're yeah. like... <gasps> in my cart on a balcony? And sometimes we take them to the park and people literally oh. look like they're in shock. They're like, is that a chicken? Like, yes, indeed, it is a it chicken. Is. Okay. You have a dog. I have three chickens. Like, <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I think you've kind of already answered this question, but mm-hmm. I want to ask you anyway. Yeah, sure. What would you have told a younger you when you were starting out? Mm. I probably would have just like told her being like, everything you want now, you will get. I promise it's possible. I promise. 
because you know being a young girl so many things felt so out of touch for me like I don't know just like things I never one I never would have thought in a million years I would have been a drag queen ever Mm. and then you know never did I ever think I'd be dancing around on stage in underwear and pasties never did I think that but I wanted to (laughs) (laughs) um you know even like as far as like Growing up, I had done, like, singing and stuff growing up, but I would get really scared to, like, go on stage. Like, I'd be really anxious, and I just would end up, like, throwing it, kind of, because I'd be so scared. Mm. And that really irked me as a kid. I was like, why can't I do it? Mm. And now I sing on stage as well now. So I feel like mm. I just would have said to her, I mean, like, literally everything that you think you can't do, you will be okay. Mm. Just give yourself time, you know? And also, don't compare yourself to the other people in your class. <laughs> like, don't do that, because you will be so sad for the next 10 years, babe. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, babe. <laughs> Such good advice. Yeah. Incredible advice. I feel like every child needs to be told that at some yeah. point. Absolutely. Yeah. Truly. Because um, I think everyone has a different image of you than you do of yourself, if that yeah, makes sense. absolutely. Like, um, you'll be, like constantly seeing your own insecurities and then someone might not even notice that yeah i even see it to begin with mm. absolutely and the, the crazy irony is the only one that actually matters is what you think of yourself mm-hmm. that's mm. the crazy part yeah that no one tells you yeah until you're like 20 and you're like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> literally like what it was me all along <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. the spider-man meme yeah. <laughs> literally. oh gosh <laughs> Yeah, very true though. Very true. Yeah. <sighs> I love that. Yeah. So much in that. So much. Mm. We still like time. Yes. A V boy, can we have a time? Can we have okay. a time check? Time check is uh, forty minutes. Oh, oh. That's amazing. Yeah. Um we'll do like maybe two more questions. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. Um tell us a story. Mm-hmm. Your favorite story to tell mm-hmm. about yourself, about myself. Ooh. Yeah, what's your go-to? Like, oh, <laughs> I don't know, a crazy Courtney story, crazy. or a time where you were excited. Um, I mean, I have little ones. Like, I fell through my balcony once, <laughs> and there's video footage of it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> has it if you would like it. She has a copy of it. She played it for me the other day. <laughs> I went out onto my balcony and I had fallen through once, right? I'd already fallen through, but my leg just kind of fell through and I was like, oh, whatever. So I was like, it'd be so funny to show all my friends. So I grabbed my phone and I walked out onto my balcony and I'm recording it. And I'm like, oh my God, I literally just fell. And then I take another step and the tile that I was standing on just went completely underneath me. And he can like see me and hear me fall down. And he just can be like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I feel like that's irony. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you were like, oh my God, this just this happened. This is so crazy. <laughs> just, I couldn't believe. Did um, you get like good personal footage? Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah like I'll have to get fall. a copy. Literally, I'll have to get a copy and send it through to you. <laughs> yes, please. Because I've got it. Probably use it as promo material. <laughs> literally. It's literally. And you can just see my foot taking a step and then just eating shit. Like. <laughs> That is a good story. I like that. When I was really little, back to like Priscilla Queen of the Desert, Mm. I was getting so badly bullied by this bitch at school. Hated her. (laughs) 
And my favorite character in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert was Bernadette. Mm-hmm. And you know that bar scene where that, um, you know, person's being really mean to her. And she's like, well, why don't you blow your box apart? It's the only pain you're ever going to get. I said that to my bully. I said it to her with my whole chest, my whole five-year-old chest. I said that word for word. And I got into so much trouble. My mum banned me from watching Priscilla Queen of the Desert. I was only allowed to watch it on birthdays, but I still watched it anyway. Lucky. Um, and every time I would sneak to watch it, I would note, it was like on an old VHS tape. I would notice that like more scenes were missing every time I went in. And I was like, I mean, she's pr- like, I get it. But also like, it's too, look. We're too deep in. <laughs> yeah, I've already in. seen it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, but I fully. I didn't know what it meant. No at regrets, all. though. Absolutely no yeah. regrets. You say that now, and I'm like, I would have said the same thing. Yeah. Like, Fuck it. <laughs> literally. I mean, I was like, well, if Bernadette said it, I will. Yeah. That's how she stopped her bully. True. True. Yeah. True. Solutions. Solutions. <laughs> so I really just had no idea. Um. I love that. Yeah. In in kindergarten, this guy was like to me, he, he was like so tall and he was like, I bet you can't bend my finger all the way back. And I was like, <laughs> first time I ever got detention. Cause they're like, why did you do it? And I was like, you asked me to. Like, it's so good. I love that. Like, That's good. Kids are so bold when, when, oh, yeah. when we're young and then the world is like, oh, quieten down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Which comes back to like what you said about um, like re-embracing your child self. Yeah, bring mm. her back out. She's Absolutely. coming out for a party. I think yeah. it, I think it really helps your mental health as well to be like to yeah. find like the really fun, what childlike things. Mm. Yeah. Like like the other night when we were we were making um, cookies mm. as like a household and like Matt and I are very sugar driven and so we were like really happy about licking the beaters and whatever yeah. and she was she's I'm not really girl. but she was just like like making the cookies like rolling them up and throwing them nice. down they look like, like shit balls <laughs> like chocolate shit balls and I was like wham and like, <laughs> it was that. such a satisfying I love that it was so such much. a moment of all of us just like connecting yeah. to our like, child self and it was like it was so cathartic and so like therapeutic in a way of just being like this is so actually fun and it's yeah. so simple. Absolutely. Like happiness does not have to be complex. It no. I think a lot of the time it's seen as that. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're always on this chain of like, when I do this or when I get this, I can, I can be this or I can be yeah. happy. But it's that idea of be, do, ha- no, have, do, be mm. rather than like be, do, have. Yeah. We're saying this today. Yeah. And I think that's so like, we get, so stuck in it that we're like oh I'll, I'll be happy once i graduate and i get this cool job in blah 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 and it's like when yeah when that's exactly right and i feel like once you have graduated or once you do get the job then you know you'll you'll be like, like, all right. next? yeah you'll be like okay well then i'll be happy when this <laughs> happens and it's like no wonder old people are so bitter yeah. like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like because they're just chasing they're just chasing i feel like you just really have to I don't know, just be ha- happy when you can. Like, yeah. Or, like, really appreciate the moments where you feel the happiness. Yeah. I think, and just really be in it. Like, exactly there's a few right. moments, like, where I spend with these two where I'm, like, mm. I just, I feel whole. And I'm, like, yeah. wow, like, this is really nice. I need to appreciate it. And I need to also give thanks for it. Yeah. And just be present as possible. Like, feel my body when I'm in that. Mm. And remember what it feels like so that when I'm sad, I can, be, like, recall on that memory and be, like, actually, we're good. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. I feel the yeah. same. Yeah. 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 Last question. I have. A, I think I have a good one. Mm-hmm. 
What's on the horizon for True. Mama Medusa? What are your big goals Ooh. coming up? She has a rocket. She's taking it somewhere. Where's it going? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I don't know. I think, I mean, there's some more Buxoms. I would love to, I would love to make Buxom like a big, like massive thing. Like I would love to like take it, honestly, when, once borders open up, which I know will be ages, but I would love to take it to like somewhere <laughs> and That'd just be so cool. Yeah, I would love to like, I don't know, just keep doing the Buxom brand. I would like to be a bit more, I don't know if organized is the right, right word, but like focused kind of like I would like to be a little bit more on top of shit sometimes mm. um uh but then also just goals um I don't know I feel like a lot of my goals for Mama Medusa would come from my goals for Courtney so I think mm. like um I would love to move up to Sydney I gotta move up to Sydney soon yeah. um I would love to do like shadow work and stuff I would I don't know I just want to this is a really bad answer I'm sorry but I just want to like get connected get connected yeah. yeah and I feel like I want to start working on myself from the inside out rather than from the outside in mm. you know um made me happy to hear yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um also I want a cat yeah yes. I really want a cat we have one. I don't know where she is. Oh, my God. She's Amazing. hiding somewhere. She's tiny and her name is Maggie. Oh, It's like so a, a mini coffee cup and a mini cat for a mini me. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. People are like, is she ever going to grow? And I'm like, I don't know. But I'm happy with her like this because we, we fit. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Uh, but yeah. No, that was I a really can, good answer. Yeah. And I can see that happening for you. Oh, Let's talk you. with manifestation the words. Absolutely. You will. Get you already have I it. Will. will have it. It's already in the vortex. It's already, yeah, yeah, it's happening. It's waiting yep. for you to just. Buxom will be international. Buxom will be international. Oh. You will be a Sydney person. I will live in Sydney. <laughs> I will live in Sydney. I will have a cat, and Buxom yes. will be international. What, what's your cat's name? Maybe Helena. After Ooh. Helena Bonham Carter. Cute. My favorite actress. I actually love the name Helena for a cat. Yeah. Helena. Helena. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. I love well, it. Well, I'm really happy for you. Oh, thanks. Thank you so thank much for joining us today. No, thank you so much for having me. It was such a fun conversation. It really Absolutely. Yeah. If you ever want to come back on, please do. I, I really enjoyed this chat, so I would love to honestly just have yeah. an excuse to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> so long like, <laughs> that. it's not Absolutely. something that we really do very often these days mm. is like have those face-to-face connections with yeah. people we're very quick we're like we walk past people and we're like how are you going but we don't actually stop to listen yeah how people are going absolutely so i think if you if you want to come anytime please come for dinner yeah absolutely yes. i would yes. love to when you when you move to sydney come to dinner yeah. absolutely yeah. or even before that but yeah. <laughs> absolutely helena and maggie can have a play date <gasps> they can i should bring over my snakes you can meet my snakes <gasps> i might actually cry <laughs> oh i love snakes <laughs> <laughs> i held one once and now i'm like yes like yeah. snakes all the time absolutely i can't wait till she's like six feet long yeah yeah i know she's about like 
maybe this long now so she's still quite small yeah but like she's quite thick and she like looks like a snake like everyone's really scared of her so i kind of like you know have like a scary snake privilege (laughs) like if someone's (laughs) over and i'm not really vibing vibing them have you seen my snake (laughs) yeah literally i'm like how are you feeling today because dora's feeling hungry Thank you for joining us on Anytime. episode 10 of When Strong yeah. Women Talk. Congratulations yes. on your 10th episode. Thank you. It's very exciting. It is. It is. Um, we also wanted to really quickly plug our community cleanup. Amazing. We're just going to pick up some rubbish. Nice. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I've, there's like a fridge on like a street over and I want to like flip it on its back. Just put soil in it and just make it a planter box. Yes. That's good. Like one of my goals. Good. That would be amazing. It. I hope they haven't moved it yet. I should put a note on it being like, please keep. <laughs> I'm coming back for I'm going to do something with yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank we you hope so you much. enjoyed this conversation. I did, absolutely. Yeah. Is there any last thing that you want to say to our listeners? Um, you want to shout out? Hello. <laughs> True. Um, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. If yeah. You want, if you want to plug, 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 plug. Yeah, um, this is your time. It is Mama Medusa with an extra A on the end. And Buxom Soiree. Buxom is spelled with three X's and then Soiree. Um, <laughs> and obviously follow this account <laughs> for this podcast. Keep supporting these amazing people. Um, and yeah. Love Ooh. you all. <laughs> <laughs>